Whether you keep them in your home or love to see them in theirs, these are the creatures that bring us all together. Reptiles. Reptiles. We're going to be delving into the experiences of reptile lovers from around the block and around the world. This is the Reptile Talk Podcast. Boom! What is up? Rob, I actually hear a little bit of me coming from you. I don't know how that's possible, because I didn't hear that a second ago, but I hear that. Still? <laughs> no. Oh, yes, I still do. Huh. <laughs> yes, technical difficulties while we're live. <laughs> how about now? Uh, let's see if I talk. No, I don't hear it anymore. Okay. You're you are magic, sir. I don't know what you did. I just turned the audio on my headphones really low. Ah. Well, good job. So, <laughs> I'm Rob, and I'm creeping it real. <laughs> we messed all of that up. What's up, everybody? This is Jeremy Turgeon from Brassman Reptiles, and Rob already told you who he was, and we're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! I mean, I guess I guess it's it's fine considering as we we didn't promote this uh, this episode at all anywhere. We we're just like, hey, let's do one because we're both free. <laughs> we need to yeah, do pretty one. Much. Yeah. <laughs> but that's cool. Um, heck yeah, man! It's Friday. It's I don't know wonderful. what day of the week it is. So <laughs> it's it's Friday now. You know it's Friday. <laughs> yeah, this whole like just like living. And just exploring life thing has not let me know what day of the week it is ever. I always go out on <laughs> Sunday and I'm like, oh, everything's closed. Why is everything closed? Oh, it's Sunday. That's why. Yeah, it do be like that. Welcome to the South. <laughs> <laughs> is that is that what this is? I think it is. Okay. That's what I'm going to blame it on. All right. That's fair. I think I think that's okay. <laughs> if it's so not Jeremy, okay, how long have you been? How long have you been in North Carolina now? I have been in North Carolina. It's now in three months. Three months. Dang. Which is nuts. Which is right? nuts. It's been yeah. absolutely nuts. But uh, man, I'll tell you, it's been an amazing three months. I will tell you that. <laughs> Uh, life is less stressful just in general. Um, I'm working for myself, which is which is great. Things have been going really well with that. Between music and uh, and Brass Man, things have been going really well. And uh, yeah, I, I can't really complain. I uh, I'll be in Georgia tomorrow for a gig, uh, and I'm pretty excited about it because uh, one of the guest artists uh, that's going to be there is somebody who I've been. Uh, following for about a decade, so I'm super excited to get a chance to meet them. Um, I don't know if I'm able to talk about it, so I, that's all I'm going to say. <laughs> I don't know if I can drop like names and be specific, uh, but uh, just just follow me on Instagram because I'll post all about it when I'm there. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, things have been things have been great. Um, yeah, I'm just I'm excited. I'm excited for what the future uh, is is going to bring you know 2022 is going to be an insane year but uh rob you've been down here for three weeks a month a little over a month a month and like two days something like that heck yeah how are you feeling um today was cold as shit but aside from today being really cold um it's been really nice (laughs) just getting to slow down a little bit which was my main goal with moving slowing down a little bit and then um the other night i think it was last night or two nights ago i did a little live stream on instagram where i was just handling some of my little scrubs because i put my little my smaller scrub pythons into um enclosures so i can put some uv on them and you know do them up a little bit better and uh just getting to observe them a little bit more and uh you know work on handling them and and all that sort of stuff has just been it's been great. Do it. I didn't really have a lot of time to do stuff like that or the space to do stuff like that before. So, um, being able to do it now is, is pretty men. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so there's a couple of people that have 
popped in that are watching live to this uh, unannounced podcast episode. So uh, I just want to say what's up to everybody that's watching. Um, If you've never been to a live Reptile Talk on YouTube, welcome. Thanks for jumping on with us. Um, And if you don't know the deal, if you feel so inclined, you can drop a super chat and we will highlight it. Although I'm going to highlight a comment right now that is not super chatted just because uh, of who it's from, because we love him and this is hilarious. The future is fader. (laughs) Thank you, Lamy. We love you. (laughs) We love you, Lonnie. He sent me a message, so I just posted a whole bunch of stuff on Morph Market today. And then, of course, I'm posting it. Like, hey, please go buy my snake, please. Uh, it's, how I, it's how I feed myself, my, my daily McDonald's dose. Um, <laughs> and uh, and he was like, you labeled cookout. Fader. Yeah, cookout. There you go. He's like, you labeled Fader. I was like, you're damn right I did. <laughs> Even though John still has not updated Morph Market to recognize Fader as a real gene i'm still gonna give john crap about that but <laughs> oh geez <laughs> oh man <clears throat> but uh yeah so thank you to everybody that has uh has jumped on and is hanging with us today's just we're just kind of blabbing we're just giving you guys some updates rob and i are recent north carolina transplants which is one of the reasons why uh it has been so hectic for us getting episodes to you guys just because we've been Super busy getting life figured out in a new place, 800 miles away from home. <laughs> yeah, it was supposed to be a 12 hour drive for me. It ended up being like a 17 hour drive. So, yeah, yeah, it's a, it, it, yeah, exactly. So, um, but yeah, so that's why it's taken so long for us to get consistent episodes up for you guys. But uh, people who have been following, you just saw the episode we did uh, with Mike Stefani. Episode 75. It was great. Uh, Mike's got some amazing animals, and uh, it was just awesome to talk with him. We've been wanting to get him on for a while. Uh, oop, I have vanished. Hopefully, I come back. I don't know if you guys can still hear me. Ah, there I am. I don't know why I vanished, but I did. Um, but uh, yeah, it was great to talk with uh, with Mike. He's got some awesome animals for sure. And uh, yeah, so hopefully we can get uh, back onto a more consistent schedule. I was telling Rob uh, after the last episode, I want to try to get Phil Goss on one more time before the end of the year to get just kind of like the uh, the rounded out, you know, 2021 in a nutshell from US Arc. Um, and uh, what we can be doing to plan for 2022, because I'm sure most of us who have been following are aware that 2022 is going to hit us with some uh, some nonsense for sure. Um, I know it certainly will here in the Carolinas. And uh, of course, that federal bill that recently got dropped, we'll be dealing with that as well. So, but yeah, so we're just kind of blabbing today, yeah, talking about stuff. Freaking silly. Hold on. Yeah. Uh, so we're just blabbing, we're just talking about stuff. So uh, like I said, feel free, uh, if you feel so inclined, drop a super, a super chat, ask us some questions, we'll gladly answer them. Um, and we're just hanging out with you guys. So yeah. I don't know. Rob, you say things so I can stop saying things. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm just getting settled in in their new room here. Um, I bought some bigger enclosures for my big scrubs. Shout out to Tristan at Gecko Junkies. Um, I picked up some four foot by two foot by two foot enclosures for my bigger scrubs. So I got those set up. My living room kind of turned into my reptile room um, because my bedroom is cold as shit. And for whatever reason, the heating doesn't <laughs> go great in my bedroom. So. Um, I've turned my living room into my um, my reptile room, and so I've got my baby set up over on this side of the room. I got my grow outs and my adults over on the other side of the room, and uh, you know just trying to get everything dialed in, upgrade some animals from smaller enclosures into bigger enclosures, and uh, really will will give me the opportunity to let things grow and expand like naturally kind of how I was hoping that they would be able to over the next year or two. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I dig it. Those enclosures are freaking awesome too. Shout out Hell to Justin yeah. for sure. I wonder if we could get Gecko Junkie to sponsor the podcast. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe. Talk to him about that. 
Um, bam. All right. Lady Tiz Exotics with the first super chat of the night. What made you both move or both choose North Carolina? Um, for me, it was honestly uh, music. Um, I have some opportunities that uh, I still cannot discuss publicly just because there's documentation, legal documentation involved. Um, so I can't actually really talk about them. But, um, yeah, so <clears throat> uh, music was the thing that brought me down to North Carolina. I've been, I was lucky enough through COVID to um, have quite a bit of session work, studio session work down here, uh, which has been awesome. Uh, and that kind of gave me a foundation to be able to, uh, when I got the opportunity uh, to move down here to get myself like right in the door, uh, which was great. So things literally just happened to work out perfectly. Um, and it also gave me the freedom to work more with my animals, um, pursue the Brassman reptiles thing a bit more. And uh, yeah, so that was why North Carolina. And people have asked me quite a bit why uh, Statesville, which is where I'm at right now, because it's not... Charlotte, it's not Raleigh, it's not Greensboro, which are like some of the bigger cities um, in the area. And it was mainly for convenience, uh, moving in with my buddy Lenny, who I've known since I was a, a teenager, um, who already keeps snakes. So I was moving down with 200 snakes, and uh, it's not easy to find an apartment that'll let you move in with 200 snakes. And now that 200 is almost 400. Um, so. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, I have expanded, and, and most of that stuff is is available inventory and stuff that will be made available shortly. Um, go to my morph market, but uh, <laughs> um, but yeah, so lots of, lots of snakes for sure, and and yes, as Limey has stated, because he lives here, and I missed Limey giving me shit in New York City. So, <laughs> but why why did you choose North Carolina? Um, I chose North Carolina because I hate winter. Like I can't stand the cold. So I um, big shout out to Jay Muller. What's up? Um, hey. I can't stand the cold. I hate being cold. I hate snow. I hate winter. Um, North Carolina does not have a crazy winter. And then also um, uh, Jeremy lives in North Carolina. My current partner, Kristen lives in North Carolina and also because North Carolina has, you know, depending on County, uh, some of the counties here are pretty good as far as regulations go for um, venomous reptiles. And I do want to start my own venomous collection um, at some point, uh, not while I'm renting in right now, you can't have venomous, um, but I'm scoping counties out right now to try and find some place where I could, um, keep venomous snakes and hope um, but uh, I'm hoping that in the next year or two I'll be able to start getting my own venomous collection I'm not really too much into the lapid stuff but trying to get some vipers you know rhino vipers copperheads wagglers you know stuff like that death adders things like that you know, just the casual, the casual death adder, you know. I love death adders, dude. They're like <laughs> mini blood pythons. They're just freaking, they're cool. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree. They are pretty awesome. Uh, big shout out to Jay Muller. Jay Muller in the house. Dropping down the super chat. We love you too, Jay Muller. We miss you. It's it's not it's not the same not seeing you once a year, bring, bringing gifts and all that and your energy. We love your energy. Uh, but we're happy that you're here absolutely happy that you're here uh but heck yeah uh more people are jumping on if you guys can do me a massive favor uh just share this video especially since we didn't promote it because this was totally random and we were just like hey we're both free let's do a podcast episode and just like talk to the people so share this video It'd be great um to get more people here <laughs> throw a like up on it um if you're listening on the audio version if you can leave us a review if you're listening on apple podcast leave us a review would be appreciated um Absolutely. we are going to be working on um you know upgrading some of the audio stuff so we'll be able to um i know that as soon as i get the job situation rolling down here i'm probably going to pick up a computer and like you know an actual mic and things so i can 
Sounds yeah. good. Jeremy's already got all that stuff, so I need to up my game. I do. I do have it, and if that's if that's the route you're going to go, I have an interface that you can just take. Um, so you just need to worry about a microphone and the cable and stuff. Um, hey, so, so boom, there you go. I got. I got you. <laughs> um, heck yeah, man! I'm I'm excited. I'm excited for uh, next next year. You know, I was yeah. just before before jumping on here. I was down in my snake room moving some snakes around that I've been I've been pairing up. Um, ball python breeding is is getting into uh, into the, the beginnings here. Um, got some pretty cool stuff happening with ball pythons that I'm excited about, and then uh, been pairing up some Borneos, uh, which I'm excited about, and uh, and finally got the jungle carpets going. I am behind on uh, pairing jungle carpets, but uh, finally made that happen today. Uh, so we'll see where that goes, but uh, I'm excited for that. And then in the spring, we get the second string guys, the Brettles, the Amazons. Um, what, what the hell else is breeding in the spring? Um, I think that's it, just the Brettles and the Amazons uh, for this season. Yeah, I paired up. Um, I paired up my jungles. They didn't want to do anything. I paired up my IJs. They didn't want to do anything. I threw one pair of Borneos together, um, and they didn't. The males on the young side, so I wasn't really too too much expecting him to do anything um so i think that this season i'm probably just going to take off i might try pairing one more one or two more times but i'm probably going to take this season off i got so many holdbacks right now anyway so how, ma how many gonna... holdbacks rob <laughs> you guys you guys listening to the audio only didn't just see the the look of holy crap the number just popped into my head and it's larger than i thought <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I was, I was trying to hold back eight snakes from this past season. I think I ended up with like 10 or 11. So like, it's not that unreasonable. That's fair. I mean, I can't say anything. I, I've got 60 or so hold backs, so. <laughs> of, of various species though, of various species. That's my only saving grace. It was not all ball pythons or anything like that. So. <laughs> that's the only thing that's the only thing that saves me yeah my saving grace is that yeah i've got a whole bunch of cages that are not i'm not using yet so i've got space to upgrade things like adults into things and then mm -hmm. my bedroom is untouched right now so i don't have any reptiles in my bedroom so i've literally got like 10 feet of wall space in my bedroom that i can use for stuff Heck if yeah. i want to so i got room to expand Heck yeah. So what I'm hearing is more holdbacks. That's, that's no. what I'm hearing. <laughs> I, I stopped trying I stopped pushing trying to sell the stuff that I've got right now. Like I'm probably just gonna take everything down off a of morph market that I've got up right now because um I don't really want to ship anything right now and uh I don't foresee mm -hmm. wanting to ship anything until March. So like there's yeah. no use in me pushing selling some stuff and then people are gonna be upset and want to ship to them and FedEx is all fucked right now, so I'm just like, you know what? Not not for me. I'll I'll wait and then give everybody a little bit more size. Uh, you know, everything. Mm -hmm. a, a lot of the stuff that's ready to go is eating frozen thawed now, so they're just gonna keep going on that, and you know, yeah. just be better for when the person <clears throat> gets them. So, absolutely, absolutely. I unfortunately had uh, my last package of the year go out at the beginning of this week. Um, made sure the temps were good and everything, and there was a delay in that shipment arriving, and the animal ended up arriving DOA, which was a massive, massive uh, bummer. Um, <clears throat> but I will say only a small blip in my shipping record. In 15 years of uh, breeding, selling, and shipping snakes, I won't, this is the second time I've only had something arrive DOA. Um, so it, it sucks when it happens a hundred percent. And luckily, uh, it was with a return customer of mine. So they, they were obviously bummed, but they weren't, you know, losing their mind. And, uh, I'll replace, I told them I would replace the animal, but I was going to wait to ship until obviously after the holidays and temps just get better overall. So, uh, just goes to show, I mean, it was, you know, he showed me the box and everything was exactly how I had it. So I knew it was packaged well, um, but I think the, the animal was delayed by many hours 
and it, you, you just don't know the variables. It could have been delayed outside. It could have been delayed on the plane, on a truck somewhere. You just don't know those variables. So uh, definitely a bummer. So it just goes to show just when you think you, you know, even if you think you've done everything right, some things can still go wrong. So sometimes it is better to err on the side of caution. Yep. Yeah. As soon as I see people shipping into the second week of December, uh, maybe, we, maybe we don't do that. Maybe that's not, maybe that's not the look. What do you mean? <laughs> I just seen too many things go wrong. You know, I just, and not even with stuff. Cause like when I was a nerd, I, we stopped ship. We did the first week of December and then that was it. Yeah. We didn't ship until second week. Um, I, I see people shipping up until like December 20th and I'm like, what are yeah, you no, doing? Yeah, no, that, that I, I couldn't do. That I could not do at all. Um, <laughs> freaking Limey. I'm just, I'm going to showcase Limey's comments because they're wonderful. <laughs> Limey, do you even have a Cine Fader? You should get you one. They're pretty cool. <laughs> Oh, boy. If you guys don't know Limey, I'm going to give Limey a lot of attention because he hates attention. <laughs> so if you guys don't know Limey, you should go follow, follow Limey on every social media platform ever. Whether or not he will follow you back, he probably just won't follow you back. He'll probably unfollow me after saying all this. But <laughs> but he's got some badass snakes, I'm just saying. He does have some badass snakes, absolutely. Um, if you ever are in uh, the area and you come across Limey, you'll know exactly who he is. I don't even need to tell you what to look for. <laughs> you'll just know exactly who he is, and then you'll be like, oh, these are some really nice ball pythons. <laughs> That's how it's always been. He's always had nice stuff. Even even way back in the day at the White Plains shows, he's always had nice stuff. So go, go follow yeah. Limey. <laughs> yeah, man, it's just crazy. But I'm, I'm settling in pretty good right now. The only thing that I don't have figured out is where I'm going to put a chest freezer. Hmm. I haven't been to your new place, so I can't help you in that choice. Yeah, I know. I don't really have space for a chest freezer. Like, I could I could put it in this room right here, like, next to my hatchling racks. Um, but that's pretty much where it would have to go. I don't really have any others. I'm not putting it in my bedroom. Yeah, I want to highlight this comment just because of what we are just talking about. Take it from a retired FedEx employee. Don't ship during peak season. Something is going to go wrong. It will go wrong during peak season. So there you go. From the mouth of a retired FedEx employee, don't be dumb. Um, just wait, ship. Between Halloween and Christmas, just don't. Just don't. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's better for everybody. It's better for the animal, you know. Um, and also, if you're using a wonderful service like Ship Your Reptiles, they give you all of these warnings ahead of time. So, you know, use your brain. It's helpful. It's a helpful thing to use your yeah, brain. Yeah, for real. No matter, uh, no matter how much smarter than the weather and the FedEx life you think you are, you're not. So, <laughs> <clears throat> Oof. yeah, yeah, yeah. But on to better, better, cooler topics. So you've been uh, you've been moving scrub pythons from uh, from tubs into enclosures, both as as, uh, as just raise up stuff and just uh, into bigger display enclosures than what you had them uh, in in New Hampshire. What's some of the cool uh, immediate behavioral differences that you've seen with them going from one setup to to the other? Uh, my Jayapura barnack is like probably eight feet long. Eight, right around eight feet long and she's really shy she's always been kind of shy but inside when i had her in a tub she would like you know the second i touch her she'd start going and coming out and blah blah blah. um but now that i've moved her into a bigger enclosure she has just been like always in her hide um until the lights go out and as soon as the lights go out because i'll just sit in here i'll turn the lights off in the room but i'll be watching tv or whatever behind me and the cages are right next to me and as soon as the lights are out for like an hour you just see her like peek her head out 
and then she'll start coming out and like cruising around the enclosure and checking everything out and, and, and exploring yeah. and everything like that. So <clears> that's <throat> been really cool to see, um, to see that because she's just, you know, inside the top, I can't really tell what she's doing, but uh, it's funny because one day I turned, I fell asleep on the couch. I wasn't planning on falling asleep on the couch, but I fell asleep on the couch <laughs> and I woke up at like three o'clock in the morning. I was like, I'm going to go into my bed and go to sleep. Uh, so I turned the light on in the room and she was out in the open in her cage and she looks over oh, at me and it's like, Oh shit. <laughs> and as soon I'm as I like, went to the kitchen for a second, she was like zing right back into her hide box and <laughs> right it right back into hiding uh until I left Damn. and turned the lights off. And then my Highland scrub has been going back and forth. It goes into the hides a couple days and then it'll come out and sit out in the open. It goes I've seen it all over the enclosure. The thing is just like all over the place. And then Janet has That's just awesome. been like chilling, rat she's been wrapping her wardish and then going up and perching and going back and forth and all that sort of stuff. So it's been interesting. Hell yeah. And the little scrub pythons has been really cool because I had them in tubs before, like short tubs in a rack or whatever. And, uh, you know, they'd sit on the little branches I put in there for them and everything. Uh, but, you know, they'd also sit on the ground a lot. And then I put them into some exoterras and, or the smallest ones into exoterras. And, uh, the day that I put them in there, the male is immediately perching, just like a green tree python. Like I get, a, I have yeah. a big crossbar in there, and he just like boom, right up on top of it, perch right on top, and he loves hanging out right on that crossbar. And then he'll go and hide, maybe once a day or so. He'll go down underneath. I put some cork bark in there. He'll go underneath that, but he always is back up on top of that crossbar. He just really enjoys that. And Hell then yeah. the uh, the female. The, not as big a fan of the crossbar she likes the hmm. the cork bark she'll sit curled up on top of that and then uh she'll sit on the ground and stuff but she's not a big fan of the crossbar so i'm like you know what the heck's going on there yeah yeah it's interesting to see the the uh individual um choices just personality yeah <clears throat> yeah yeah that's super cool yeah because the male is just chill as hell like i can do i can just reach in and just scoop them up just like janet like i'm i'm probably because of just how i handle them and work with them and blah 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 and all that sort of stuff um but the male is just he's awesome he's great he's just like super chill i don't need a hook i can just scoop him right up he's awesome very relaxed heck yeah very confident he's really cool the female on the other hand um she likes to remind you that she's in charge and uh, don't take that for advantage because she will turn around like I had her out the other day when I was doing that live stream on Instagram and uh, I moved my hand too quick towards the front. And she's like back right up and like, you know, make like she's going to strike at me. And I'm like, oh, man, please don't. Like <laughs> this is not good. <laughs> These are the two little ones that you had out on your Instagram live the other night, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have two little Southerns and I got a, a smaller bar neck too. And that smaller bar neck is a firecracker. She, she <laughs> hates her. I took her out yesterday and was messing with her a little bit or not messing with her, just like handling her. And she was like, <laughs> not about it. She wasn't having it. Yeah. Yeah. You can keep work on her confidence. That. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. And now you've got the time to do that. <laughs> Heck yeah! yeah I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't think a lot of people understand or understood, just in general, while we were at Nerd, just the level of work that goes into working at a facility that size, and uh, you know, it's it's really a sacrifice of your time. You know, and that includes if you have animals, it's it's a sacrifice for for you getting to work with your animals, and you had another job on top of that. Yeah. You know, so it's, it's, uh, it's tough. You know, you, you essentially end up like, you're just like, okay, I'm maintaining my animals. And that was, yep. that was what I was doing, <laughs> you know? So yeah, I can, I can imagine that the shift to be able to just enjoy your animals and understand your own animals that maybe you didn't have quite the same understanding of just because of the lack of time to now being like, Oh man, you guys are so awesome. <laughs> it's been yeah. pretty sweet. It's so cool getting to uh, watch the different animals and how they interact and everything. It's uh, It's been awesome. Just like, you know, 
I, I was pretty tuned into a lot of my short tails, but getting to know the, the inter- intricacies of some of the scrubs has just been awesome. Yeah. Heck yeah. Uh, I just want to drop this. Derek's Reptiles is in the house. Drop the super sticker. Thanks for hanging and sharing the video out, Derek. We appreciate it. Make sure you're checking out Derek's Derek stuff. Uh, big reptile talk because we're we're just little reptile talk. Me and Rob. <laughs> I like giving I like giving Derek crap about that. <laughs> big reptile talk. You can go over a little reptile talk with with Jeremy and that fool Rob with the ears. Yeah. Little <laughs> regular size reptile talk. Okay. Okay. Fun size reptile talk. Maybe no, <laughs> no. Our podcast is longer than his, so that is true. That is true. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I mean, it's it's. Um, I can only imagine. You know, I mean, just for myself, even. Um, you know, I don't. I don't have really anything in enclosures, but being able to spend more time just with my animals has been. Uh, quite quite rewarding, you know, um, especially as uh, <clears throat> as I've gotten some newer stuff or stuff that I had gotten while I was still at Nerd uh, that I was able to spend a little bit of time with, but really now I've been able to just like take an animal out and just hang out with it, you know, and have been like, man, I got you because I thought you were awesome, you know, and now I finally get to really experience that that awesomeness. Like that's that's just that's been such a big treat. Um, I think it was last week. Uh, we had some some people over just to hang out, talk snakes and and whatever, and they want to see some retics. So Lenny and I had out some of our retics, and it was just like, man, this is just cool. <laughs> yeah the uh, the other day, Kristen and I were watching a movie, and we're hanging out on the couch, and I was working with the uh, the carpets a little bit, and she was like, oh, like that one's really pretty. So we just took out, I got a uh, jungle carpet from Trace Harden, and Harden Herpologica, and uh, we took it out, and we were just hanging out with it, and man, that thing is just so freaking cool. It's just like super pretty. Heck just, yeah. It's just awesome. It's just awesome. Heck yeah. Absolutely. Oh, we got another super chat here from Bionic Benny. What's up, brother? Um, it says, what's up, fellas? Are F1 retics slash snakes tameable? Absolutely. They just take a lot more time and uh, and awareness. It depends on what you mean by tameable. I wouldn't put them on my face. <laughs> true. This is true. <laughs> I'd say they're workable more than tameable. That's that's fair. Um, yeah, your definition of, of tameable certainly, certainly would help. <clears throat> um, but yeah, I mean, if... Uh, that was one of my favorite things about uh, about working working with Kevin, especially when it came with the with the retics. I mean, he, he was he was the guy, you know. When it came to to retics, there, there weren't many other people doing retics. I was like him and Jay Brewer and maybe a handful of other people, but uh, those are the guys that were in at the inception of keeping retics. So they were dealing with the wild caught monsters, you know, that were coming in and dealing with those first and second generation animals. Um, you know, and hearing those stories <laughs> makes you appreciate all of the captive breeding that has happened <laughs> in retakes over the years. Because, <laughs> man. Dude, <clears throat> back when I first started volunteering at Nerd, um, me, Andy Dietz, and uh, one of their retic guys, whose name also happened to be Rob, um, uh, we would do some of those wild-caught retics, and, man... They would give you a run for your money. It mm-hmm. was like so the first Phantom Man. That thing was scary. That thing was oh, like fast and strong. And man, it, it like took no qualms about just coming right after you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I want to highlight this comment just because I think this would be a cool thing to talk a bit about really quick. This is from Derek. It says, I would like to see you guys come together and make your own storefront. I think people would support it. Um, I'm, I'm going to pass. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass on that. <clears throat> Look, I, so I, uh, a few days a week, I'm down in Georgia working as a consultant at uh, a friend of mine's pet shop as, as uh, she prepares to expand and, and wants to get things more streamlined and 
uh, be able to do certain things in-house um, and, and all that stuff. So I'm down there a couple days a week. And, uh, you know, it is very much a reptile specialty store. And uh, she's got decades of experience for self-keeping and, and, and working with different things and, uh, in the retail side and wholesale side. Um, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> um, you know, I mean, I think, uh, I think the retail shops play, do play a major part in, uh, in like local scene, reptile scene that, you know, the local reptile keeping scene, it does play a vital part, but, uh, man, it's so hard to, uh, to make that work. You know, when you've got Amazon and all these other like massive online retailers that, you know they're they're able to charge a fraction of what you would have to charge as a pet shop owner, just because of the quantity of stuff they're able to get their hands on. You know, so I might have to charge you know two hundred dollars for a tank I spent a hundred dollars on to resell to you, but something like Amazon or like even a big box store like Petco or a PetSmart might be able to charge one hundred and twenty bucks for that same enclosure, but because they bought. 75 of them and I only bought 10 of them, you know, they're getting at a way better price. How can I compete with that? You know? Um, so that's, that's a lot. That's definitely a lot. And then, uh, the constant animal in and out deal is, is always a frustrating thing too, especially if things come in that aren't, uh, necessarily up to snuff for one reason or another, just dealing with multiple sources, it just becomes a headache. So as much as I like the idea because of, of what it is and, and what it maybe represented 15 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, not necessarily a direction I personally would want to take. Yeah, I'm not doing it. Yeah. It's just not like if I was going to do anything, I'd open up a, like a feeder store, uh, you know, selling rodents and rabbits and guinea pigs and that sort of stuff, you know, inventory that uh, is, is, uh, more reliable to make you money because at the end of the day, having a, having a pet store is not profitable. It's just not like for, for yeah. 99% of the people it's just not profitable. Yeah, exactly. It, you, you really have to bust your butt, um, to make it, to make it work. And, uh, I'd much rather be spending that time just working with my animals and enjoying my animals. <clears throat> yep. Yeah, for I've done a lot of hours, and uh, I'd rather be spending my time with my animals than um, than doing a pet store situation. Especially like I don't, I'm over the like, just sell animals, just sell animals. I'm over it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <clears throat> uh, all right, let's see. Mac just hit us with a super chat. Thank you, Mac. Uh, on Monday, the four point five diameter transparent acrylic pipe I ordered arrives, connecting stacked enclosures. Young scrubs that have been cohab before, but now they'll have uh, double the space to explore. That's awesome. Sweet. Heck, that's yeah. badass. Post Heck pictures yeah. and tag me. I want to see it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And scrubs are cool. Sweet. I don't know if I ever told you, Rob, but uh, when I was when I was younger, I still had my original original company, J and D Reptiles, uh, and I was doing the plans for what I wanted that to be. I had like a whole island of cages that I was designing that just never, never made it into fruition. But uh, one of those stacks, I wanted to be all scrub pythons. <laughs> that was my lofty, my lofty desire. Listen, I'm not saying I was smart. <laughs> I was just saying, because also, also back then, the, if you weren't invested in scrubs, and even those who were, they were all just amethystine pythons. Yeah. It was all just amethystine python. Didn't matter what the hell it was. It was like, oh, what's that? Oh, it's an amethystine. Well, it doesn't look like it. it's an amethystine python. Yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing, Unless you were, like, uh, really in the know. At Manchester for, like, 400 bucks, and I didn't know what the hell they were. They were just like, don't, you don't want that, they bite. And I was like... So I keep bloods and they're like, no, 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 no. this bites your face. And I'm like, oh, I guess I don't want that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I, I'm happy to say, yeah, I'm happy to say I, I never got the amethystine pythons. <laughs> um, but I will say the few times I've gotten to work with yours and some of the other ones I've gotten to work with in the past, I mean, they are just 
amazing animals. They really are. I love them. amazing animals. I love them to death. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm trying to think. Is there? I know for me, I'm still. I still want to get my hands on uh, some ring pythons and rough scale pythons. I know you're you're pretty well. So, uh, don't don't hate on the rough scales, man. You know I'm a, a Morelia geek. I know um, they just don't do anything for me. That's fair. Um, I know I you're know pretty the, oh, well set for that, but <laughs> <laughs> I know you're pretty well set with uh, with the Borneos, the Bloods, the uh, the scrubs and, and all that stuff. Is there a species that if you got the chance that came across your way that you would be like, okay, I need it. Like it's something that you've, you've just wanted. Non-venomous. I really want to get I one say of those striped cow kings. I, yeah, I can't, I can't not. Once I get venomous then it's all over. Yeah. It's a, it's a game changer. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, I really want to get some of those wide striped cow kings. I tried getting some, from Joey Muggleston because he hatched them out. And the second that he hatched them out and posted pictures, I was like, dude, please let me know when they're for sale. I will pay yeah. you whatever you want. Whatever. <laughs> He's like, oh, don't worry. I'm going to put them on my website. I'll let you know, blah, blah, blah. And then I posted about them on my Instagram and on my Facebook. And he got so many inquiries about them that he kept all of them back to breed for breeding more of them. And I was like, <laughs> Bro, yeah, just um, one, please. <laughs> yeah, so I want to get some of those, or at least one of those, and then I really want some, uh, some azanthic blonde transpecos rat snakes, yes. which I've got some lined up now that I can pick up. Um, Hell yeah! I just got to wait for shipping weather to be better. But my buddy up in in uh, New Hampshire hatched some out finally and i've been waiting for a year because i literally told him last season i was like oh man dude blah, blah, blah. and it was like it just didn't line up right like i think that he hatched them right before i was looking for them and they already had already sold and i was like dude as soon as they come out just let me know and, blah, blah. and then uh his first clutch like went bad or something like that and then uh he just hatched out some babies right now and i'm like oh and of course the weather <laughs> the time of year is just not right for me to get them in right now so i'm like dude yeah. But they're gorgeous, so I'll be getting one at least one of those um, as soon as weather gets better. Hell yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna want to stare at that. <laughs> and it sounds it sounds I like I, I haven't done a whole lot of research on subox, but it sounds like they they have their their uh, their tricks to them. Yeah, they're not they're not a corn snake. They're uh, you know, they definitely have got a little bit more finesse that that needs to happen with them for them to do well. Yeah. Yes, I, I think that's cool because I think a lot of times, especially New World colubrids, um, they just kind of get lumped into the, oh, it's, it's easy. It's easy. It's, you know, you just, if you've kept one, you've kept them all. And um, I think, you know, the Transpecos are a great example of like, that's not always true. <laughs> yeah, great. <laughs> there are some species. not you? Exactly. Yeah, there are some species that give you that little extra push uh, to make sure you're on your p's and q's. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I really want some Malukan scrubs, but they are very rich for my blood right now. So uh, no Malukans for me right now. Fair and enough. And <laughs> I need to get a female Highland uh, scrub python. I need to get a male Jayapura barneck scrub python. I need to get a male Wamina scrub python. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. So what I'm hearing is the list is still still existing. Oh, yeah. Yep. <laughs> always, always existing. Yeah. I feel that. I definitely do feel that. It's funny. I, so I recently, uh, when I went through and really did like a massive uh, – deep clean and reorganization of my my baby racks to just kind of put more holdbacks in in one area and and, and stuff <clears throat> um i was like first of all i was like man that's a lot of holdbacks but second of all <laughs> second of all i was like looking at my colubrids so now all my colubrids are in one one spot you know versus kind yeah. of all over the place like they were before and i was just kind of staring and i was like oh man these cow kings are really cool oh man these mex mex are really cool oh man these corn snakes are really cool i'm like oh 
I want more of these. I like these a lot. <laughs> and I'm like, no, no, not yet, not yet, not yet. Just need to wait. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I'm digging these Okatees. My Okatees are doing great, so I'm, I'm enjoying them. Hell yeah. Yeah, I really I really do want to do more work with the uh, the coral stuff, the coral ghost stuff and the oh, palmetto yeah. stuff. So at some point, maybe, maybe we can figure this out together because at some point I want to uh, check in with Lee Abbott. I'll probably do so oh. in the spring. Yeah, probably in the spring. Um, touch base with him and see what he still might have left uh, from last last season. And uh, yeah, figure out a corn snake thing with Lee because um, yeah, it needs to happen. <laughs> yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Cause why not? Because cause why not? Yeah, absolutely. I keep telling people like, uh, you know, every time I try to post a picture of my um, coral ghosts or whatever, um, it, the camera never picks up the pink. You've been here. We, we've tried to do it before. Like the camera just never, yeah. ever, ever picks it up. And, you know, and mine, mine are decently pink. Um, the ones that Lee had in Daytona, Things are fluorescent pink. Dude, it, it was like, holy crap. Like somebody took my snake that was already cranked up on saturation and added another saturation knob and just cranked that one up too. It was <laughs> insane. Um, but yeah, cameras just hate iridophore, that that pink and, and, uh, and red uh, pigment. It's not, not friendly to cameras. So you really have to, you have to have, really spot on lighting and then if you're gonna if you're gonna kind of tweak it or photoshop it you know have that snake next to you and you can kind of get close but you're still never still never yeah, gonna get, get the that same color saturation on it no no so you gotta you gotta just you gotta show people in person whether that means you bring an adult to a show or something just so they can see because it's insane it really is insane um, I just want to give a quick shout out to uh, all the people that have uh, jumped in that are hanging in the chat. I see all of you guys. Uh, okay, I'm going to highlight this comment because uh, it's funny. This is from uh, ECW Corn. I need a male cape go for a wink wink. So <clears throat> Eric was at Tinley, right? And uh, apparently at Tinley there was a, a female cape gopher snake uh, that he got his hands on. And then he mm -hmm. caught wind of the mail right after I had already bought it. Ah. <laughs> so I uh, so I owe him uh, a male cape gopher. <laughs> but uh, hey, all I'm saying is I'm happy I found that male before him because he could have found the male first and then found the female, and then I would have been sad. But. Uh, I have I have no sadness going. <laughs> oh oh boy! I'm sorry. I had to. Uh, just another shout out to Derek dropping another super sticker uh, here in the chat. Thank you, Derek, man. We appreciate you. I know you said uh, somewhere up here. Uh, give us a sneak peek at who the next guest is for the podcast. And uh, to be totally honest. Uh, I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you. It changes. Um, so I have, I found that whole massive written list, uh, that I had of different guests. I, I don't know where I placed it. It's somewhere in my snake room. I got to find it. Um, it's on top of a rack, but, uh, yeah, there's a list of probably like 60 or so people, uh, that I want to get on the podcast. <clears throat> so, um, yeah, there will be, there will be more podcasting to come we should get aubrey um, on i so okay so i want to have aubrey on here's the funny thing i remember talking to aubrey about doing it a while ago and he was super hesitant because he's not you know he's a pretty private guy you know um but i'm like man we just we just want to pick your brain man like you've got obviously you've got like the ocelot retake project happening and like that's awesome we'd love to talk you know more about that and just like he's he's a pretty intelligent guy you know, so it would, be, it would be really, really great to talk to him. And he's like, he's like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll do it for you guys. But, but, 
but that, I, I just it, it's out of my comfort zone. I'm like, hey man, sometimes we just got to get out of our comfort zone. <laughs> I, I think that if it's just like if you come out here and then we like get together and like sit down with some mics and just hang out and talk, I think it'll be fine. Yes, absolutely. And that's I would literally do that. I would pack up all my gear. I'd go get. I would need one more microphone. So I'd go buy and I would go buy another mic for this, just just to have uh, this done with Aubrey. I would go buy another microphone because um, this this mixer holds like sixteen mics. So I just I don't need sixteen. But uh, I would go buy one more mic and uh, just to just to hang out uh, with Aubrey and chat with Aubrey in uh, in person. I think that would be fun. So yeah, maybe we should figure that out. Uh, maybe when it's a little warmer though, because. Uh, Man, it's it's chilly. <laughs> but, Trace is like Trace is thirty minutes from me, so. And that would be meant too to do an in-person one with with Trace. Also, I have to say, so today was like fifty something degrees, which is it's chilly, uh, but it's also December, and not like December first. It's like going into the middle of December, and it was fifty mm-hmm. degrees. Uh, I have a much deeper sense of appreciation for 50 degrees after I was just in Michigan for two days and it was 25 degrees <laughs> in Michigan. And, uh, on my way back driving through Ohio, uh, there was a, like a, a 30 second snow squall that happened. And I was very upset, like very, very upset. <laughs> um, yeah, but, uh, okay. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, Bionic Benny dropped another super chat. Thank you, Benny. Uh, getting into the Tarantula game, Giant Mexican Ready Tarantula and Nandu Cro- Chromatis. Any recommendations hey, on any recommendations on different tarantulas? I hey, I was woof. That was a struggle. I looked at that and I was like, I'm gonna fuck it up. I'm gonna fuck it up. <laughs> So, Rob, that's a question for you, because I'm over here like, Python Regis for the win! <laughs> so, uh, Green Bottle Blues, Chromatopelma, Sanipubescence is a good intermediate one. I love uh, Chilobrachus fimbriatus, the Indian violets, because they web like crazy. So, like, you throw a cricket in there, they come out of the web tunnel and just grab it and, like, drag it down in there. Um, Caribana Versicolor, the Antilles Pink Toe Tarantulas are gorgeous. Um, more on the intermediate side is like Salmopoas Armenia, the Venezuelan Sun Tigers. So, all good, like, yeah. um, D to intermediate ones. Absolutely. I want to also point out, just because you, you said it, Rob, uh, Amy. Spell it out for the green bottle blue. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if Chromatopelma <clears throat> Yeah, that, that's a, uh, bless you. Um, <laughs> uh, she said, Rob schooling Jeremy on the Latin. Rob will always school me on the Latin. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's, I, I know, I know Latin names for, for pretty much everything that I work with personally. Um, and, and so of course some other things as well, but, uh, yeah, no, when it comes to the scientific names, that is Rob territory all day long. I have no problem admitting that. I can't even spell in English sometimes. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, used to, I used to quiz the kids that worked at Nerd, like the, the young guys who work at Nerd. I used to quiz them. I'd walk up to them and be like, what's the Latin name for Burmese Python? What's the Latin name for Reticulated Python? What's the Latin name for Argus Monitor? <laughs> all the time. Oof. Oof. And that's that's the real reason why Rob left. They got sick of his Latin. <laughs> Some of them did. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, we got another super chat. Things. Absolutely. Absolutely. Another super chat from Timothy. Thank you, Timothy. It says, get Eugene Bissett on. So here's the funny thing about Eugene Bissett. So the original reptile talk that I had started with uh, Steve Tillis, we had Eugene on, and uh, and it was it was awesome. Eugene was wonderful, and uh, that was uh, eight years or so ago. Um, I reached out to Eugene, um, man, I don't know, it was probably like a year or so ago, uh, after our trip to Florida, um, mm-hmm. 
he had given me his card and, and whatever. And uh, so I reached out to him about doing it, and he, he just didn't get back to me. But that being said, Eugene's a super busy guy and is not easy to get a hold of in general. That also being said, thankfully, we still know Steve Tillis, and Steve Tillis has a very good relationship with Eugene. So I think it would be great to get Eugene Bissett on and, uh, and talk with him now. Uh, eight years ago, it was great. Um, the original Reptile Talk, he asked us a follow-up question here. Uh, the original Reptile Talk is uh, it's on Blog Talk Radio. That's the old school podcast platform. Uh, I don't but, think you can load um, the episodes anymore. Yeah, exactly. Unfortunately, the audio is unable to be uploaded. And I don't know if it's because uh, Blog Talk has upgraded their platform and that uh, that format is no longer supported or if I needed to pay to get that uh, stuff back up. But I also don't feel like paying for stuff that's you know, essentially very outdated information. It's almost 10 years old. Um, but uh, I would like to maybe at some point see if I could uh, figure out a way to get that information or those files. Maybe I can reach out to Blog Talk Radio and see if I can get some of those old episodes. I think it would be cool just to kind of replay little clips. The then and the now. <laughs> the, if you guys want to hear a little bit of Eugene uh, talking, I recorded part of his on the beach uh reptile expo this year um, oh, yeah. he gave a talk he did for give a talk. the herb society so i recorded most of that i don't think i got all of it but i got most of it i got at least like 15 20 minutes of it i just uploaded it to my youtube channel um and, and so you know check out rob's creep and a reel on youtube and blah 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 it's, it's up there heck yeah heck yeah <clears throat> yeah eugene if you've if you've ever met Eugene, he's one of the most genuine, wonderful people. Um, always forward thinking, always thinking about the people that are around him. Um, it was it was a treat getting to go to his place um, back back when we went down to Florida, and uh, hopefully we can do it again. Speaking of Florida, uh, this weekend is Crockfest um, at Gatorland. Is, uh, at Gatorland. Yeah, uh, so obviously while I was in Michigan, I popped in to see Brian Barczyk, and uh, he's headed down there. He's already already there or on his way there, almost there, something something relating to CrocFest. Uh, but all of the money from CrocFest is going to uh, work Orinoco with uh, Orinoco Crocs, which is freaking awesome. Uh, so I'm, I'm very excited. I wish I could be down there. I have a gig uh, tomorrow. Otherwise, I would have been trying to sneak myself down there. But uh, I'd love to be there, but I'm poor. So I'm yeah. not there. <laughs> yeah. Although, so I wonder how much it would cost to drive down there. Know, it's, it's like eight and a half hours. Well, it's eight and a half hours from me. It would probably be a little longer from you because you're on the other side of the state. But it's a little bit of a drive. <laughs> it is a little bit of a drive. But I am, I'm just saying, I think in the spring, you and I need to take like a weekend trip down to Florida and uh, hang out with Savannah and the Gatorland peeps and, uh, and all that stuff. And um, Land. And Iguanaland. Absolutely. Yes. 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 And we should have and Ty Park on the show to yes. talk about Iguanaland. Absolutely. Yes. Just all of the yeses. I think these mm -hmm. are many, many yeses that are happening right now. <laughs> Many yeses. Yeah, there's so many, so many people that uh, that we want to get on the podcast. Um, again, I know, just uh, <clears throat> just for uh, having the amount of people that we've had on in the first, I don't know what, sixty, seventy episodes. Um, man, I mean, it's been crazy, you know. So I'm I'm hoping we've uh, we've had so much support from you guys here on YouTube and uh, and the. Uh, Buzzsprout community. Um, we're over fifty thousand downloads uh, worldwide, which is which is huge for something for a podcast that originally Steve and I started when we were in high school, to then taking a break for many years, to then uh, reestablishing it here with Rob almost was it almost two years ago. Jesus, that's scary. Almost two years ago. God. But we're still here, <laughs> and there's still, still so much to do. 
Absolutely. Um, okay, we got a super chat. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> From Sam and Boa420. Cheers for never having Donnie on here. <laughs> Rob, if you're on Facebook, can I send you a friend request? I think you're a badass reptile specialist. Man. Oh, gosh. Message me on Instagram first and tell me your name before you send the friend request. Because I literally have a thousand friend requests on, on Facebook and uh, people get lost in there all the time. It's so weird. I, I go to shows and people are like, why didn't you have me on Facebook? And I'm like, ah, what's your name on Facebook? They're like, oh, it's this. And I'm like, oh, there you are. I'll add you on Facebook. I just get a, I get so many friend requests. It's just ridiculous. It's just stupid. Yeah, I feel that. I feel that I've got a fair number in limbo <laughs> as well. Um, if I don't immediately see like 10 posts of reptiles in a row, I'm like, I'm not going to add you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. And usually my go-to when, when people send me friend requests is if I look to see if you're friends with them. Because <laughs> then I know like, okay. <laughs> I usually screen pretty heavily, so. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So I can I can trust Rob. Uh, <clears throat> Eric dropped a super sticker. Thank you very much, Eric. I know I still owe you that uh, that cape gopher. That will forever be stuck in my mind. <laughs> oh man! All right, so we have hit our hour mark. We've passed our hour mark, which is cool. Uh, it's been fun hanging out with you guys. So Rob, I'm going to ask you the question, the one, the only question that we ever ask besides what got you into reptiles. And uh, that is, what in the realm of reptiles has got you excited about reptiles, sir? Hmm. Um, hmm. One thing that's really cool is uh, Marcel Hawkins hatched out that clutch of, of Malukans, and he got four Azanthic Malukans in that clutch. Yeah. Like, I cannot wait to see more Malukans in the hobby. So, that's been pretty freaking cool. Seeing that Heck was yeah. pretty awesome. And then, what else have I seen recently? Um, Adeline Robinson, Adeline Robinson Art. She just posted up some really cool stuff. Um, the Viper that she's been working on uh, most recently, I'm just like, I love it. Hell it's super yeah. cool. I'm into it. Um, and then getting back to doing reptile talk. I'm fucking pumped, dude. Like, yes, I'm excited. Hell yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Oh man. Amy, Amy came in here, sliding into second here. <laughs> Thank you for the super chat, Amy. We appreciate you. You've, you've been, uh, you've been in our corner for a while. We definitely, definitely appreciate you for sure. Maybe I can take that money and, uh, and go yeah. get some Latin lessons from Rob. <laughs> Hell yeah! There we go. <laughs> I'm gonna start quizzing you on tarantulas. Don't don't do that. Why would you do that? I don't even keep them. Yeah. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> oh uh, man. And Jeremy, what in the uh, realm of reptiles got you excited about reptiles right now? Um. I am. I'm going to piggyback on you. I'm very excited about the future of Reptile Talk and uh, what we've got uh, happening between now and going into next year and pursuing next year. Super excited about that. Uh, what also has me excited about reptiles is a little selfish and a little ball python oriented, but uh, it happens. It happens from time to time. Um, no, I just I got in a couple of uh, really cool male ball pythons for. Uh, some future breeding projects that uh, I've been wanting to get my hands on for a while uh, and just either never had the money to do so at the time uh, or just could never find them when I was looking for them. Uh, so we've got some hidden Jingwoma clown stuff, which has been uh, high up on my list. Um, and then some really crazy uh, odium pied thing uh, that I talked about Thanks, on my brother. Instagram. Yeah, I think it's freaking nuts. Uh, so those just have me really excited about some ball python future stuff. Um, but yeah, that's that's about it for today. <laughs> Hell yeah, man. 
All right. If people want to find out more about you and the things that you're doing, where are they going to go? If you want to find out more about me and what I'm doing, you can go look up Brassman Reptiles. Basically, Brassman Reptiles everywhere here on YouTube, obviously. Uh, Facebook and Instagram, Brassman Reptiles. Twitter, at Brassman Rep. And uh, that, I think, is uh, is that. What about you, Rob? Where can people find out about you? I know what they should 100% not do is go find you on Facebook. So, <laughs> Yeah, don't, not on Facebook. <laughs> um, but Rob is creeping it real. Uh, I am planning on doing some videos now that I'm kind of settled into the new place. Um, some videos on scrub pythons because YouTube is severely lacking in the scrub python department. Um, and then uh, uh, so Instagram, YouTube. Uh, I don't really use Twitter. I have a Rob is creeping on Twitter, but I don't really use it. Uh, but Instagram's the best place. So check me out. Rob is creeping a real on Instagram. Thank you everybody for tuning in. And I'm sure that we will see you next time. Absolutely. See ya. 